Appendix G of the Life of Samuel Johnson, Volume 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anastasia Saloha. The Life of Samuel Johnson, Volume 4 by James Boswell. Appendix G. Mrs. Piozzi records that Johnson told her. When Boise was almost perishing with hunger, and some money was produced to purchase him a dinner, he got a bit of roast beef, but could not eat it without ketchup, and laid out the last half guinea he possessed in truffles and mushrooms, eating them in bed too, for want of clothes or even a shirt to sit up in. Hawkins gives 1740 as the year of Boise's destitution. He was, he says, confined to a bed which had no sheets. Here to produce food, he wrote, his posture sitting up in bed, his only covering a blanket in which a hole was made to admit of the employment of his arm. Two years later, Boise wrote the following verses to Keith from a sponging house. O dear, teste quelle sumo, sine pane, sine numo. Sorte positus in feste, scribo tibi dolens mo este. Fame, bile tumet jecur, urbane mite opem precur. Tibi enim corumanum, non amale salienum, mi mens nea male grato, pora te favore dato. Ex gena debitoria, vulgo domo spongiatoria. He adds that he hopes to have his ode on the British nation done that day. This ode, which is given in the Gentleman's Magazine 1742, contains the following verse, which contrasts sadly with the poor poet's case. Though sacred isle, admitst thy ambient main, enjoys the sweets of freedom of thy own. It is not likely that Johnson called a sixpence a serious consideration, he, who in his youth would not let his comrades say prodigious, was not likely in his old age so to misuse a word. It was not on the return from sky, but on the voyage from sky to Rasay, that the spurs were lost. Dr. White's Bampton lectures on 1784 became part of the triumphant literature of the University of Oxford and got the preacher a Christchurch canonry. Of these lectures, Dr. Parr had written about one-fifth part. White, writing to Parr about a passage in the manuscript of the last lecture, said, I fear I did not clearly explain myself. I humbly beg the favor of you to make my meaning more intelligible. On the death of Mr. Badcock in 1788, a note for 500 pounds from White was found in his pocket-book. White pretended that this was remuneration for some other work, but it was believed on good grounds that Badcock had begun what Pa had completed, and that these famous lectures were mainly their work. Badcock was one of the writers in the monthly review. Virgilium Viditantum Ovid Tristia Mackintosh says of Priestley, Frankness and disinterestedness in the avowal of his opinion were his point of honor. He goes on to point out that there was great mental power in him wasted and scattered. 
Badcock, in using the term index scholar, was referring, no doubt, to Pope's lines. How index learning turns no student pale, yet holds the ill of science by the tail. End of Appendix G